Today's passage is for the third Sunday in Lent, Sunday, March 20th. The reading is from John chapter, chapter 5. Very truly, I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so is he granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he also has given him authority to judge because he is the son of man. Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live, and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus as we continue our journey during this Lenten season to the, toward the remembrance of the final events and, and experiences of our Lord's life. Lent is the time when we focus our attention on the cross of Christ and the price he had to pay for our sins in order that we, because of him, might live forever. The passage today is one that in many ways did not seem to fit. If you think about it during this Lenten season, it points, as we just heard, to the day when the final judgment will happen and the day when all will be raised at the voice and command of Christ. It seems to be out of place, at least insofar as it looks beyond our Lord's death and resurrection to that day in the future known only by the Father. When the final judgment will take place and the law and the world as we now know it will come to a close. In that sense, this passage seems to be a bit premature. At the same time, this passage does fit well within the journey of our Lord to the cross, because it was on the cross that God's judgment played itself out on our behalf. And when God's word of promise was spoken clearly and eternally in the death of Christ. On the cross, we were the guilty. Jesus carried our guilt. We were the sinful. All the world's, all the sins of the world were placed on him. His righteousness became ours. Our judgment was given solely to him. The good news in this passage is that God as father has given the authority to judge to Christ. Because Christ is the one who gave his life for us through our faith in him, even in his judgment of us, we are secure. As far as the East is from the West, so far do the scriptures tell us that God has removed our transgressions from us. In other words, when we stand in judgment before the Lord, the Lord looks not at our sin, but at his redeeming work. When we stand in judgment for, before God, God looks not at our sin, but at Christ. The Apostle Paul, interestingly, uses the words God and Christ interchangeably in his letters when it comes to our judgment. In Romans, he says, we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. He also says in his second letter to the Corinthians, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. For the Apostle, they are one and the same. And so where does that lead us? And where does it leave us when it comes to our judgment? How can we be certain and secure when we stand before God and before our Lord in Christ? 
It all comes down to the saving purpose and plan of God worked out during that final week of our Lord's life that the same person, Jesus, both the Son of God and the Son of Man, would be both our judge and our Savior at the same time. As our judge, sitting at the right hand of God, we will all be found guilty and condemned to eternal death. As Savior, standing alongside of our sin, with us, we will all be set free in the sacrificial blood of the Lamb. It's a harsh reality, the judgment day we will all one day face. But it's also a glorious reality when we consider that God's promise to us in Jesus and the life eternal he has given will be ours. After all, if you really think about it, who would you rather have as your judge? Would you rather have someone in your family be your judge? Would you rather have your neighbor next door judge how you have lived? How about the Supreme, how about the Supreme Court? How about the possibility of judging yourself? Would you want or feel good about any of those other options to consider when it comes to the judgment of your life? The fact is, there are no other options. God is our judge. He's also the one who's given us a savior. And the gospel, the good news is the fact that he who sees our sins more clearly and penetrating than anyone else, he has dealt with them. They are no longer in the picture. They've been blotted out and erased eternally in Jesus. And so in closing, you tell me, is this passage about the final and future judgment out of place during the season of Lent? Or is it a passage that in many ways we need to hear each day? I guess it all depends on what we hope to hear when that final judgment day comes. Here's what Jesus says. Very truly, I tell you, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. I like that passage. And I need to hear it every day. My guess is, so do you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your saving plan worked out in the cross of our Lord Jesus. We thank you that the one who will be our judge is also the one who came to save. Help us to trust in him. Help us to face life and death with confidence and in hope. Assure us through your Holy Spirit that our sin has been dealt with and washed away and the life we now live will be ours forever. In Jesus' name, amen.